Hey, hey, welcome to Bonus Barrel. Like our first year, a lot we had a lot of episodes because we were doing so many at the time. And uh, I also, when I was just, I was just going through, I don't know, I was going through something, and I recalled the like the hype for the Final Fantasy VII remake game. That was like in 2015, I think, or 2016. Was that that big E3 that the first year we were recording? BB. It was 2015. It must be. That was five years ago, ish. A great segue into the first thing to talk about is five days ago, I was playing the Final Fantasy uh, 7 remake demo. Lef? Yeah, I played it too. Yeah. Well, you should have been more like, woo! Yeah, I'm not as woo about it as you are. I think. What? All right. Yeah. Well, let's, talk about, let's talk about this thing. So the demo covers up to uh, defeating the first boss in the game and a little bit extra after. Going up the first reactor. Yeah. Exactly. We're yeah. Did you enjoy your time playing the Final Fantasy VII remake? Oh hell yeah, I did. I loved it. Uh, perfect amount of nostalgia for me. Uh, I like action RPGs over turn-based games nowadays, so so I have no complaints um, about the about how we were playing or how it plays. Um, I like the yeah. I don't really have any complaints to be honest with you. I just kind of enjoyed. It's, it's exactly what I expected. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about well first of all did you like it and then maybe we should talk about the, the changes between the two games a little bit yeah well like i didn't dislike it um it was it was a fun thing i found some things a little meh about the combat um but it was it was an enjoyable thing to play but i, I don't know how much i'm sold on on the whole thing um depends on on the price of the game i'm assuming they're not going to be like 60 dollars for the first episode uh, I wouldn't no, maybe it is then. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. It's supposed to. I I don't know how long the first game is, but people keep assuming around twenty twenty five hours. Okay, uh, which is you know perfectly acceptable amount. Uh, for True. Yeah. Yeah. I just I don't know. I really didn't like how. Like the combat was fun, but it kept like I don't know. It was it was fun up until I got to the boss, and then the boss fight was just not fun. I did not have any fun in the oh, boss no? fight whatsoever. No, none whatsoever. Damn, boss just, fights way different than the the old one. Yeah, and it was really like cool. Like it was super flashy and it kind of dynamic and stuff like that. And I appreciated that, but like I hate I hate these action games that always make you pause it like during the fights like that, where it just really you know stops you from playing just to use like a spell and stuff so like it felt like it was like interrupting the flow of combat constantly um and i wasn't i wasn't a huge fan didn't you not uh use shortcuts well like i was using shortcuts when i could um but like you have like four options i think yeah maybe maybe i need to set more shortcuts was was so you didn't Um, try classic mode did you what mode classic mode uh, i didn't see that no I didn't see that as an option. Yeah, so you can, at the beginning of the game, it lets you switch between the, the action mode. I did not try the classic mode, because, again, I prefer the action stuff. I probably should have tried it, though, just to see what it was like. But, um, yeah, it plays a little bit more like a turn-based 
uh, game instead of. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, so you should definitely check that out if you're if you're not as enthusiastic. Okay, I, now now I feel more hopeful. Um, one thing I absolutely hated about the the combat is so like you know with your ATB that you build your charge to use abilities and spells, you needed that to use items in combat. That was bullshit. That is stupid. Really, I think it's fun. I hated so it. you can't spam. You can't spam your items and shit. Yeah, like it makes sense, I guess, for like the the fast paced action, but like it, I don't know. It just kept it, taking me out. Of- if you think about it, if you're playing, you know, the classic one, you're waiting for that fucking ATB bar to fill up so that you can use your item, anyways. No, for because, sure, yeah. you're not wrong. Yeah, but it just it just kept like slowing me down, and I don't know. I didn't I didn't like it. I, I like I like the turn base. I like being able to be more thoughtful about what I'm doing rather than just feel like I'm running around and hoping and praying that you know things are going to go my way. Is that's how I feel when I play kind of those more actiony adventure style RPG. I'm sure that uh, well, I'm not sure because I I didn't try it, but the I, I wonder. I really one of us should should have tried the fucking classic boat. Yeah, I didn't see it was an option. Yeah. Now I wish I did. Yeah. Because uh, I'm curious if that helps with the complaints that you have. Well, if you do play it, you should uh, update us, or at least yeah, play. no, no, for sure. And I'm still hopeful, <laughs> and and like it was still very nostalgic, but it was. Uh, I felt like it had problems, but hopefully those problems don't exist in classic mode that that I'm complaining. Yeah, it it, it was. Uh, I mean, yeah, those problems are somewhat subjective because oh, without a doubt, yeah, but uh, yeah, it was very much nostalgic to be playing for sure like just uh it was like a really pretty expansion to the the classic stuff like i could still recognize parts of the areas that i was in even though they're much bigger now and and a little more interesting i guess these these environments bringing those the old one to life was pretty cool and no, uh, I don't think they had, we didn't have to do that fucking switch that time button. Press. I was, I was wondering, they kind of had it a little bit, yeah. I found, but like, not really. Um, but I was kind of wondering <laughs> if what was going to happen with that. Fuck, I hated that. Yeah, that part was annoying. And then there was the, uh, it was really cool seeing all the enemies, um, in, in like nice looking 3D. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, um, the, the displacer beasts and the yeah. shock trooper dudes looked really, really cool. <laughs> uh, those, those ones always stood out to me too. When playing the game, they always found them really annoying when I was fighting them, uh, when I was young. I was also like, what are they? Are they dudes in suits? Are these creatures? I, I and I, and honestly, I still don't know. Like even with the, the high definition graphics, I was still like, I can't tell what these are. Maybe they're Mako creations. <laughs> Very possibly. Ho- Hojo made them. Yeah. <laughs> no. It was it was really interesting seeing like what's his name Heidegger Heidegger whatever uh, yeah his name I didn't is. even recognize him right like so like and I don't know he always felt like a big goofball in the original yeah and he seemed more like a badass which was kind of interesting yeah and old president Shinra there with his glorious stash yeah yeah so th- like seeing that was really cool and I'm excited to see more of the characters and stuff like that like. Man, uh, Red Thirteen is going to be super cool. Jesse looked awesome. Even yeah. uh, the other guys, Wigs and was it Wigs, Wigs and Wedge, and, and Wedge, they yeah. all looked really, really good. Yeah, they did. They and, and like you all because they already got more to do and say than they did in the original. I find. Yeah, oh yeah, big uh, time. So, you, so I feel like it's going to be much easier to get more attached to these characters, which I think is great because in the first game they're fine and you know shit happens to them, but like you didn't. I don't. I can't say I cared too too much when when first playing the game. 
Um, but maybe this will will change that a bit. Maybe you'll be able to get to know these characters a bit more. Yeah, especially because the way hopefully the game's going to work, you'll be around in Midgar for what probably feels like a very, very long time. Yeah. And just like, I, and I know I said the story ages ago on Bonus Barrel, but because we're hearkening back to classic BB, uh, when I first played this game, I thought the whole game was going to be in Midgar and was shocked when I found out that that wasn't because it was like my first real JRPG besides Pokemon. So I was, I was like, what? This isn't the game. What the f- what's going on here? Blew my mind. And now, and now this whole game will basically be that. So I saw the, I saw the future. So another few things with the remake um, I, I, discussions that I've been having, like I wonder how they're going to carry the, the game data over. So obviously, like, are they going to level? Do you think they'll level cap the characters? Do you think that they'll like prestige level you next? So if you go to the next game, like your maybe your materia carries over if they have materia, uh, which they look like they do because it's literally in Cloud's sword, which is how it should be. They even mentioned materia in one of the backgrounds. Yeah. So is that going to carry over, but your levels don't? Or does, are they just going to bring the levels right over? In which case, can you only level up to like level 25? And a lot of questions about about carrying that stuff over between the games. So it's supposed to be... I mean, this first one, I imagine, is meant to be standalone. And I assume that the next ones are in a way, too. So in which case, if you start Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 2, do you have to have data from the first one to play it? In which case... Then I guess nothing would carry over. I don't know, man. I got questions. I yeah, questions. No, good, good point. I, I definitely feel like it has to be a continuation of your previous game file because it's just, just, you know, it's such a continuous thing. And, and I feel like it'll be kind of shitty if it's just like, oh, here's the new game. Start off with this generic stuff that we think you would have by now, right? Well, Especially like if they want to put in anything that you have to unlock in, in you know, the first game then you wouldn't have that carried over, so you put all this effort for something you, you won't get to have in the uh, next titles. Let's wrap about uh, Mass Effect. Because they, they mm-hmm. that was a series that was heavy story stuff that carried from 1 to 2 to 3, but you could play them you know, in any order you want, whether they're connected or not. Kind of an episodic series. Um, but they always had like something happen to Shepard at the end of each game so that they could, they could reset the reason. I don't think that's going to work for this. Exactly. So I'm curious yeah. to what they're, what they're going to do for this stuff. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know, but uh, I'm, I'm interested for sure. Uh, and also how many parts do you think we're going to have for this? Seven. Think so? <laughs> think so? Uh, no, I have no idea. Uh, I was thinking about how I would do it, and I'd want to do it in story beats. So, like, End of Midgar is a good place to stop because it's, like, the tutorial opening area. And then I think the next part would be, like, up to uh, Nifelheim or Nibelheim or whatever the fuck they call it. It's been a while. Uh, You know, the whole fire and shit. That's a good good place to stop, I think. The end of Disc 1 is a good spot. Uh, And then Cloud falling into life stream is a good spot. And then you end the game. Five parts. (laughs) <laughs> calling it now <laughs> well three three parts for disc one three parts for disc two and then disc three was basically just one part anyways so. nothing so. happened in disc three <laughs> that's exactly yeah, <laughs> just one part uh, um, yeah so that was, that was fun with the remake I am hyped for it I really am I, I wish that I didn't have to wait five ever for it to be out I think it's like a month away a month and two days away oh wow yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I took some time off work. I'm just gonna play just gonna play it. 
Bonk. <laughs> and the today's topic is Untitled Goose Game by House House. What a great title. It First is. of all, I just I just have to say I love the name of the game so much. You know, I was thinking about this yesterday actually, thinking to myself, what would what would what would, what would you call it? Like if Untitled Goose Game, which you know is a ga- usually a placeholder name. Like can you think <laughs> of, a, of a better name that doesn't that fits? And the best I can come up with is it's a goose. Mm-hmm. And like that's there's yeah. no it's nothing like you just like I can't I don't want I wouldn't want anything too clever or funny because it's it doesn't need it. It's an untitled goose game. You're you or my other idea was you're a goose. Like I want it to be as, as plain as possible if I had to give it a title. But do you guys do you have ideas for great titles? I don't know. Like the it's goose is loose. That seems so cliche though. <laughs> That's the a good goose one. Is loose. <laughs> <laughs> So, Untitled Goose Game, what kind of genre would you call this, Seiji? I would call it, I don't know, like, like a puzzle game, but uh, I was reading on Wikipedia, they have it as a stealth puzzle game. Yeah. <laughs> I, guess I love it. Way, that's kind of true. They need a solid snake skin for the goose. <laughs> that's yeah. right. Um, so, all right, well, Seiji, you, you kind of picked it, or I guess we mutually picked it, but you want to explain the game a little bit? I can tell you why originally pick this game i don't know like ever since i i watched the first uh even screenshots or whatever i don't know i always felt really compelled by the art style i like it i just like the art style and then the fact that you're that you're a goose also like i don't know it was funny to me even though i didn't know what the game was about because i i sometimes when i really like a game or a trailer whatever Mm -hmm. i just i i try to have as little information yeah. as possible for for a game that I know I'm going to play anyway. Yeah, agreed, agreed. So I, I, I guess I watched like uh, parts of trailers or whatever when I saw you were a goose. I, that was enough for me. <laughs> like, oh, you're a goose. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's fine, and it looks like an indie game. Okay, so those those are like two like check boxes that were ticked. Check. Yep, I'm a goose. Yeah. That's that's point number one in its favor. Yeah. <laughs> It's just that, I don't know, like I've been thinking a lot about this and I think that a, you being a goose is like the perfect animal for this kind of game. Because imagine if you're like a dog or a no. cat or whatever, like it wouldn't work. Maybe, maybe a cat, actually. What about another type of like waterfowl, like a duck? Do you think this would work as untitled duck game? It, no. I, I think it would from a personality standpoint, but the, the goose is like the right size to carry some of the options. Uh, good carry. point. That's good true. Point. Right? So you're not too large and you're not too small. It, you need to be a wild animal, right? So that it doesn't feel like you're... Because if it, if it's a, like a dog or a cat or something that is that lives you know, with a human, like it, you, you sort of responsibilize the, your, your mischievous actions uh, to the owner, right? It's true. But if you're a goose, it's like, yeah, it's a wild animal, and and you can't do anything about it. You you're not gonna <laughs> k- kill it. Maybe some people, but some yeah, some I don't know. Would, but I wouldn't want it. And I also wouldn't want to fuck with a goose. I mean, up. it wasn't it wasn't like harming anyone physically, really, right? So, Just emotionally well, and mentally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Traumatizing PTSD yeah. to people. In terms of controls and mechanics and and how it looks like, so you're just walking around and you have a list of things to do. Yeah. And those things have to do with some sort of like, like a physical engine that the game has, I, I guess, right? But you can pick things up and things can, you can 
drop them and and drag they can, they can roll around you can drag them so it it makes you think in a in in a physical world kind of kind of way mm-hmm. the, the controls are really really simple you can honk and it does have a function <laughs> it's just not for show you can flap your wings which i don't know if it has a like a use but it does look cool you can duck <laughs> which is funny and you can pick things up and interact with them with the same button, with the A button. So it's like a contextual thing. So if you're yep. near something that you can pick up, it will. It doesn't light up, but it has some sort of a visual effect around it. So you can, so you know, you can pick it up. Or if you can't pick it up, you can interact with it, like a door, or I don't know what else you can interact with in the game, like um, bushes that you can. Houses. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's really it. Like, and it's pretty short. I. Think. Yes, the three or four hours, I think. Depends on you, right? And it right. has uh, six areas if you count the tutorial area. So you start in the tutorial area and there's seemingly nothing, or or rather the home area, you can also call it. Mm. Um, and there's seemingly nothing there, but I don't want to spoil the game, but <laughs> there is something there. there is, um, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, as you go out of the, 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 uh, the home area, uh, the game tells you the controls right you with with with, with text and then you, you yeah. perform them and you're kind of like locked in this area unless you do the proper things and also you can swim around so that's that's not swim i don't know how how you call that thing that ducks and geese do is it swimming or is it like floating a, i think it's, it's still float, swimming, gliding maybe. over water <laughs> i don't know yeah <laughs> and then you go to the, to the first area which is the garden and once you get to the uh, to the first area, then the final piece of the mechanical system is revealed, which is like this uh, a list of things to do, really, and it's pretty literal in in what it is. It's, it's a piece of do. paper with <laughs> like like hand script and check boxes, or no, it doesn't even have uh, doesn't have check boxes. I think when you complete a task from the to do list, it kind of like it gets strike through, right, or stroke through. Yeah, yeah. And that's the game, really, right? You go through areas, and there's things to do. You do them, and most of, most of the things that that the the list has is to inconvenience the human somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For, oh, and it's also worth mentioning. It's kind of a pseudo uh, isometric, top down kind of viewpoint. Oh yeah, video, yeah. So no, 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 moving the camera or anything like that. Yeah, the, the camera yeah. moves in predetermined ways, right? Depending on yeah. the area, it will move a little bit more to the side or from an angle. Yeah, um, which which fits this game fine. Uh, the graphic style is like super flat. Everything is just like a like they're three D objects, but they're all filled with like flat cell shaded color. Like I mean, cell shade is too generous. Like they're they're mostly just uh, one or two tone. Uh, I, I like the visuals of the game quite a bit, actually. Yeah, so so you're basically just just completing these lists and moving from environment to environment, seemingly with no goal. But what you, and we won't spoil exactly what happens. But there is a goal to this game. There is a reason <laughs> why the goose is doing this thing. It's a perfect goal. <laughs> and it's amazing, and I was very satisfied when I saw the end. So I don't, I definitely don't want to spoil it, but. It's worth getting the end because it's it's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, I, I haven't finished it. Now you make me want to finish it. Finish it is good, man. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't have game. it. I just. I literally played it on New Year's Eve at a friend's place. So. Ah uh, damn. <laughs> I made. I made it to the back gardens though. So I. You're only two areas away. From yeah, I was pretty end. close. Well, yeah. now you'll be able to go through those first areas way quicker because you'll know what you're doing. Yeah.
so there's the garden, the high street, black uh, the back gardens, the pub, and model village. And I was curious of what areas you guys might have had the most difficulty or annoying annoying part. So I could think of two areas that I I I won't say I struggled with, but I was it took me longer in every area. And and I, I'm a little bit ashamed to to admit it, but I, I did have to look at a guide. I think in 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 most areas for one particular task. Yeah, I think I had to look up one or two guides too. Yeah. So my only complaint, if I have to start, and I'll start with the negative because okay. that is the only the only bad thing I have to say about this game is that sometimes you know what you have to do. The task is pretty explicit, right, on what you have to do and. So it's enough information so you can you can imagine what you uh, the steps that you have to take, but then you do it and it's not quite what the game is expecting. Yeah. Right. And then I was like, well, I have no idea then because I this is what I thought you had to do, um, and then I had to look at a guide. Uh, one example that I can think of is um, there was this part where you have to make someone buy their own stuff right on the high street. What's the um Oh yeah 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 okay yeah no I remember now like the little uh, market yeah there's a shop right? market thing yeah. yeah and on the first pass you make uh the boy buy his own toy right which is um like a plane right I think so this is something that I I couldn't realize at, at the time but the the shop area has a like a toy section right the narrative reason why the shopkeeper gets confused or you create this confusion is because she thinks it's one of her own toys right but from from my perspective, it was like, oh, you just make this guy buy his own stuff and whatever things he thinks it belongs to him because each NPC has like stuff that they care for. So on the second round, there's a task that says make someone from outside of High Street buy their own stuff. So I went to the garden and I took the guy's, I think it was a jar of, of marmalade. So I took mm -hmm. it and then I, I dropped it in the store. And because the, the, the shopkeeper will, would notice me the goose right it will start trying to shoo me away from the store right so i thought <laughs> okay so she's distracted and therefore she doesn't notice that this guy is grabbing some stuff from the from the shop right so i would do all these crazy things of like <laughs> grabbing like a couple of things from the garden i took like a marmalade and like uh uh, the keys, <laughs> because I thought, okay, <laughs> the keys is pretty important, right? So I'll drop the yeah. keys, and then I'll drop the other thing. While the, the garden guy was going back to the garden, I'll I'll get out of the of the shop so that the shopkeeper wasn't distracted by the goose, and then I'll go back, grab the keys, and make them come back, so that it will somehow you know trigger the the actions. And I just couldn't make it, so I, I spent like uh, <laughs> I don't know, like an hour trying, and <laughs> and I had to read a guide. And the guy was pretty specific, like, go and grab the, the, the mini shovel thing, you know, the, the, the gardening shovel. Um, and I'm like, okay, so it's that thing. And then I noticed that the narrative reason for that is because the shopkeeper also sells the same tool. And I was like, oh, okay, so you have to look at the, at the shop to see what kinds of things it, it, it has, right? So that it can purchase that same kind of thing. And I was like, oh, so it's pretty, it's, it's clear once you understand it, but if you don't, you get confused into these kinds of like, uh, uh, trains of thoughts and then things don't pay off and then you have to go and check and it's just some, something really, really specific. Yeah. They don't actually make you leave the areas to complete an area, right? 
Um, in the second round, they do. In the okay. and the, um, there's uh, there's the first. There's one to-do list per area, and that's like yeah. the the first pass of the game, and that's the story. That's that's where you get to the credits, and then there's a a to-do list as well. It's between brackets, and it's right. like more difficult or or uh, yeah, I guess a, a a little bit more difficult. And they do make you go through uh, on, on different zones because the first part is pretty contained, right? Yeah, I had trouble with the back gardens and the pub. The back gardens has you go in between between two different backyards of two characters, and you have to kind of interact with one backyard to affect the other. And just the, the hardest one I found was getting the fucking shoes away from the dude sitting back reading the newspaper because he would chase you instantly. So I, w- I was like carrying things out of both yards and making a pile out there or, or throwing them. In. At first, I tried throwing them all into the water instead and uh, to hide from him. I just found him to be a huge pain in my ass. And and then the pub was it was like getting it was one of the last things in the checkbox getting to the I think I had to bring apples to the back of the thing I couldn't figure it out for a long time I was just running around trying to avoid all these dicks trying to get rid of me from just being goose like trying to prevent my goose game going and I yeah I, I think I'd look something up for that one I, I couldn't figure out like one of the last checkbox for that area the pub Grr. you know the tomatoes right. Oh, tomatoes. I said apples. Yeah, yeah with tomatoes. Eat tomatoes because you, you, you make uh, the guy sit on them. Gabe, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, any you area you question? struggled with left? Uh, um, I remember I did definitely struggle. <laughs> like the, the, the back gardens, I like that's when I stopped because I was like, I, I was trying to, I remember like having to grab socks and I was trying to hide the socks, but yeah. I kept fucking finding that's what the I'm socks. Saying. And like, was, yeah, I, I struggled a lot with, with that. Um, I, I had my, I was playing it like my, it was my friend's game and I was playing it and with her and, and she was kind of backseat gaming me the whole time. So I never, I never really got stuck. Um, she was just pointing me in the right direction most of the time, but I definitely would have gotten stuck on the high street with the shops. Like Seiji was kind of talking about, I was also like, how the hell, like, what am I doing with this selling back something? Like I was very lost. Um, and as Seiji kind of complained that, you know, the hints are are kind of vague, I actually really like that about the game, where it, it, it tries to point you in the direction, but it's almost like a misdirection at the same time. Um, so it really kind of makes you want to think about being, okay, so this is my objective, and it, it makes you kind of like try to study, you know, what the level has to offer so you can, how to best accomplish that. Um, so I actually really liked how, like, the hints were there, but they were, like, so vague, borderline, you know, leading you in the wrong direction. I, I actually really liked how they did that. I don't think it's a bad system. I think it's pretty good. Uh, it, it, everything feels really, like, cohesive, right? Because it's like like you and your friends when you were little and, and trying to do, like, a, something naughty. And you're thinking more of, like, the payoff, the effect, rather than, you know, how <laughs> you're going to do it, right? Yeah, it's <laughs> apt. That's an apt analogy. Some tasks are just uh, very enjoyable, even to read. And then you're like, oh, I know exactly what I have to do. And then you do it and it's, <laughs> and it's just so funny. So whenever yeah. it pays off, it pays off really, really nicely. I think that there were only two types of tasks, either the type of tasks that were very easy to do and the ones that were very hard to to figure out what the steps were. Well, some of the tasks, like moving things around from one area to another, um, those ones were more like a laborious types of task. He's like, oh, I'm going to have to do that. Like wear a ribbon and go and perform at the pub. It's like pretty clear that, okay, so you, you've gotten the ribbon once and you know how to perform. It's just like, oh, it's like it's so, it's going to take a while, right? 
So I guess mm. what I'm saying is that there are three types of tasks <laughs> now. Um, <laughs> we've mentioned humor in games, like being like mm -hmm. a huge component or like the main objective of a of a game. And I think when you think about it, or I think about it anyway, it's a stealth puzzle game. And mm -hmm. yeah, it is that. But I think more than anything, it's a humorous game. It's like a Very joke, funny. right? Like what you yeah. get out of it is just hilarity. <laughs> That's what I what I <laughs> thought. Like the puzzles are not particularly good or anything. It's just the fact that you're a goose and you're doing naughty things to to uh, to the people, and, it, and you don't feel guilty because you're a wild animal. So you don't know you don't know any better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have an owner, so nobody's to blame about it. Um, yeah. You're just doing your thing. So it's just seeing like the villagers react to you and the music is just so it's funny. The music does a really good job of like setting the stage for mischief and, and mayhem. Should we go into damage? Left, you good, you good for damage? Yeah, yeah. All right, so it has three hearts worth of damage, and we are responsible for one heart, whether we full damage it uh, or no damage it, and, and steps in between. If you don't damage it at all, it means that you love the game and you recommend it to most people, if not everyone. Full damage means you hate the game and you recommend it to no one. So it's primarily a recommendation system, but of course you're going to be biased by how much you like it. So uh, if it doesn't get full scores for some games that you might think are better than others, it's just it's just because of maybe it's a bit more niche. Anywho, so uh, since it was Sadie's game, I guess I'll, I'll just go first. Um, so I really like this game a lot. I, I mean, I was recommending it like crazy too. Uh, so it's just it's there's it's just it's like oozing charm, and I like charming games, and not not a lot of games have a bunch of charm like like this one does, and. I don't know, I think it's kind of special. It's uh, it's not breaking like any like crazy, like it's not like a it's not like a crazy innovative, but it's it's the perfect package for what it is. You're an asshole goose doing uh, doing doing a little adventure, and it's not much more than that. But it's it's so fun. Uh, I would recommend everyone play it. I love this game. It's it's cute. It's affordable. It's on almost every platform. It's not very expensive. There's replay value value. Um, it's just awesome. So unless you hate animals or fun or, or any, everything, I guess, then you should play it. And so I will give it no damage. Honk. Honk. I really like this game. It's super fun. And like what I, what I really like about it is that you don't need to really be like, you know, a hardcore gamer to just sit down and play this game. It's super basic. And like, this is like a game I feel like my mom could play kind of thing. Yeah. And, and that's kind of what I, and you know, Rob uses the word charming because it is, it's so cute. Um, and like, it's just a really well done game and it's so easy to pick up and play that anyone would, would at least get some enjoyment out of this, whether, whether, even if you can't figure out the first puzzle, you would at least have fun running around honking and, and just messing around with your environment to, to a degree. So I think, I think that anyone, no matter their skill level would be able to at least play this game for a few minutes and, and have a good time with yeah, it. Um, so I, I also, also go no damage because it's, it's accessible. It's fun for anybody to play. And uh, well, you can, you should do the puzzles. You can just dick around and, yeah. and you know, 
know, mess with people and, and have fun doing that. Cause I remember when, when I first started playing, I just run around and just honk, 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 because it was, <laughs> it was funny. I, I was, I was enjoying it. So yeah. it's uh, it's an interesting game and anyone could enjoy it. Nice. Um, so I'll start with some negatives. Like the game is definitely, uh, buggy in some parts. The, you can get not st- stuck, but there's some very silly um, reactions uh, that happen when you're like uh, walking around like a villager and they 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 start like rotating in in their axes. <laughs> um, sometimes uh, there was this one part where one of the villagers couldn't get through a, like a doorway because there there was an object on the floor. So I was like, oh, so the the collision detecting is reacting here. So I can notice like there are some a few bugs in the game that could take you out of the experience, and the game is all about mood. Sometimes the the tasks are they demand too much from you on in terms of specificity, like like very very specific steps, and that also threw me off a little bit. That being said, I mean the game is just hilarious. The game is super charming. Uh, so all of the stuff that you guys mentioned, like I agree hundred percent, but the thing that I enjoy the most is just that this game exists and, <laughs> uh, as, as professionals, right. In, in this industry, you become pretty, um, I don't want to say, uh, jaded, but, uh, mm-hmm. I know what you mean. The process of creating a game sometimes is pretty standard. It's like you look at what's out there and you have all this knowledge about how things should do and you and, and most of the time you're we're we're focusing on production, right? Like on, on getting things done and making things work. And that's what it is. So I can I, I you can sort of imagine that this feeling of of being naughty in the game, like it's it's an exploration of something that is not usually explored, right? It's it's not something that you say, Oh yeah, this is gonna be super su- successful, right? because <laughs> yeah some, sometimes you're just thinking of like paying the bills and stuff when, when <laughs> making a game right so you, it needs to be su- successful commercially and all that and True. i'm so so glad that a game like this one exists two has been so successful it even yeah. i think it got some some game of the year awards awesome as it should so i really love that about this game you know games you know they they tend to be a certain thing successful games that's why i i often go to indie because indies remind me why i got into this industry in the first place because i just enjoy games and i just enjoy thinking about silly things in my mind and trying to make you know like oh what what about a game about this like <laughs> you think about it and 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 those the, those thoughts are just fun to have uh, it's, it's fun to um, to talk about other developers about those kinds of silly ideas. I like it. I enjoy it. And yeah. this is like that kind of thing, that kind of thought um, brought to existence. And I just love it. Like it makes me so happy that it exists. Uh, all that being said, uh, the game has its its flaws and everything. It's not a big game. In You could even say that it's a little bit expensive for what it is. But in terms of, of being recommended 100%. It's everyone should play it. It's, it's just uh, one of those games that I think could make anyone um, laugh. Uh, you can have a great time. Uh, you could have it even at a, at a party. Like, I, I think that was your case, right, Left That it was just at a reunion yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And then you get a kick out of it. And that's what games should be all about. So, no damage. Nice. 
so there we go guys uh so that's another exciting episode of bb all finished play goose game if you've played it or you try it out let us know uh so thank you for listening um yeah so check out cartridge club and all the, all that crazy stuff that we always recommend uh this is rob honk <laughs> i mean left and sagey <laughs> cool see you guys later bye